<laughs> How am I going to get some dude who's seven foot two golf clubs for free? Trap draw thing. That's like a. I didn't invent it. I'm alive. <laughs> I stole it from Tiger Woods. You heard it here first. What I'm trying to do is give back to kids that don't have the opportunities that, especially when I didn't, at that age that I didn't have. Oh man, I think it's so funny. I review people's swings, yeah, yeah. and I, nine times out of ten, they're trash. <laughs> the boys are in town. We got the chapstick ready. <laughs> Let's go. That's all we need. So you need out here. It's so dry. Dude, tell us, tell us how you kind of get started in, uh, in in Scottsdale, Arizona. Like, you know, you showed us a great time last night. I thought it was dope. Yeah, Thank we had fun, huh? Yeah. Thanks, man. That was a, a that was a treat, man, for sure. Uh, yeah, I moved out here. Um, Six and a half years ago. Okay. So it's kind of a random story. I used to live in Orlando where you guys just were for the PGA show. For sure. And uh, I was just kind of like a lost soul. I just kind of started my pro career. Um, I was sick of living there. So I was like, yo, I'm just going to pack my bags. And for the next year, I'm going to live out of a suitcase in Airbnbs and just go wherever this game takes me. So for a year and a half, I lived in Malaysia, Thailand, Puebla, Mexico, Bogota, Colombia for six months. And actually, it was like two and a half years. Dang. And I was just buzzing around. And then I got into a Monday qualifier in Tokyo for the Japan Tour event. So I got it. I actually qualified and I got into the event. I missed the cut, obviously, because that's what I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I got to find a place to live. Like, this is getting out of hand. I lived on the road for literally two years. Wow. So I was visiting my dad who lived in Tokyo at the time. Okay. And uh, I heard this place was a really good place to live. Uh, and the weather was amazing. And L.A. is just too expensive, right? For sure. So I think I was, what, 27 or 8 at the time. Um, so I was like, all right. So I looked on, like, apartments online. And I found this one spot literally down the road from your, your Airbnb. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let me just reserve it. I, like, book it for a year. And if I don't like it, or I'll just terminate the lease and dip, right? So I flew to Seattle where my girlfriend was living yeah i actually bought a car in seattle i bought a, a mini a mini cooper let's go and I, I i i drove it down here not knowing a person checked out the apartment i was like oh this is cool and then i just like i remember the first day i played golf at gainey ranch i met like i got paired up with these two guys that were pitchers for the chicago cubs i was like oh this is kind of cool you know i've never met a baseball player before this is really interesting yeah yeah and then that kind of just evolved and six and a half years later man i just like i'm married i have a son now wow obviously my girlfriend now is my wife and this is a city where like there's been so much opportunity for me and just to see you guys here like you guys obviously are the media industry with with golf heads mm -hmm. to be in scotland with you guys i mean i met you what maybe six to eight months ago yeah yeah it's pretty quick yeah it's been great but it feels like we've known each other forever yeah i mean that's like that's some toronto shit right like a hundred for sure we all, we all grew up shoveling snow we all kept <laughs> up taking the the vomit comment and riding the rocket playing yeah. hockey playing hockey yeah for owen sound let's go let's go but um that's like what we have in common back home right where i feel like that's also what i miss here so to have interesting homies through some of our mutual friends and we're all be able to connect to the game of golf it does nothing better than that you know for sure like it sounds like you're taking a lot of risk as you're going around yeah what what's your like what's going through your head during that time are you going to these spots and training working on your game like was that the objective of coming to Scottsdale to obviously be around yeah. the game as well like but like how do you overcome that fear is that a little bit of that Toronto mentality where it's like the hustle and the grind 
you just got to keep moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was a kid that never took any risk. I used to, obviously used to play hockey. So you just like, you do your routine, you go home, you sleep. Yeah, summer hits, you have fun. And when I started this golf journey, I was like, I got to do it the complete opposite. I got to put my, you know, myself out there and just see where the world takes me. So I just kind of like bounced around and I would just go see an opportunity for a tournament, practice and play, somehow would connect with somebody. Um, the first Q school I ever did was the Asian Q tour. School, wow, yeah. Uh, that first one I did was in Thailand. So um, I flew to Thailand. I played Q school. I somehow got through first stage. There's two stages. Yeah. And I, I careered it, which every once in a while you do. Right. And um, I was like, all right. I got a job here. I might as well live here. Dang. So I heard Kuala Lumpur was like a little cheaper to live. So I literally flew to Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, stayed in a hotel for seven days and like rented an apartment and I stayed there for a year. Wow. Crazy. So I, that's kind of like how the, the start of my career of like knowing people all over the world happened. Right. It was because I literally just like flew around, saw tournaments to play, practiced, played, met random people jumped in the car, like went out and just networked. And I never knew where it would take me, but those are the reasons, the, the foundation of like me meeting people in Malaysia and, and Thailand and in Japan and Korea taught me how to, to connect with people now. And um, it gave me the fundamentals to be able to communicate with anybody. Hell yeah. That's like, I mean, kudos to you, man. Like that's uh, like Ash was saying, like that's very risky, you know, but it's like, you're very committed, it seemed like. Uh, the work ethic is 100% there and it's like, it's, it's respectful, you know, like looking from the outside in, I'm like, dude, like that's, that's big moves, you know? And yeah, it was tough. Yeah, you know? for sure. I, I was lucky. Like I had supportive parents. Um, and obviously my girlfriend was like super supportive then too. Totally. And I was just so focused on like wanting to be successful. And when you're young, like whatever money you have, you put into whatever you're interested in, right? Totally. Yeah. So that's kind of what I always did. And it was tough, man. Like, don't get me wrong, dude. Like I, when you're, when you're chasing pro golf, like <laughs> even if you're successful, unless you're like a top 50 golfer, you ain't making shit. Yeah. 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 And you started golf late though, right? 23 years old. Yeah. Just crazy. Cause I've been playing earlier than that and I'm way shittier than you. <laughs> We're cut from a different cloth, JP. <laughs> this is cloth off, right? But uh, no, you know, that's like the crazy thing about golf is like everybody's journey is different. Everyone has success at different times. Totally. I always make fun of people who like aren't good. But at the end of the day, like you feel the same thing that I feel and we feel the same thing that like Rory McIlroy feels because when they're not playing well, it's the same frustration, right? Yeah. So that's the beauty of the game is that we can all relate. And um, some of our, some of our talents are limited. <laughs> some of us aren't. I don't know who the best golfer in the group is yet. It's undecided. Yeah. It's undecided. From 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 uh, the simulator standpoint, I'd say I've asked the best. I'm pretty good at TrackMan golf. I'm. I haven't been able to. I talked to Josh about this yesterday. I haven't had that feeling like I really trust my swing, and bring that outside yet. Yeah. So the swing feels good, but still got to work on my trap draw. I know. Yo, that's a, that's a stock shot, man. Yeah, let's talk about the trap draw. Yeah, oh, let's man. talk about the whole swag, Mr. Cameron of golf right oh, you now. like that? I do. Let's be all. That's a homage. Jacques Moose. Yeah, it's Cameron, one of my favorite rappers, man. I love the Noctas. You got the kicks. Oh, Shout out the boy wow. Mouse. He sent me these. Cool. Dope. Um, Shout out Mouse. Like, where, where did that get, like, where does that inspiration come from? And obviously, like, through the grind. At some point, this swag kind of kicked in. Yeah. The trap drug 
was created or yeah, yeah you no, pulled that, that that's from a, that's a funny story so. <laughs> clothes is always i mean we're from toronto we know like we always like there's so many different cool sh stores and then obviously like like you're wearing the owl logo like the effect that those guys had on the city totally i'm yeah. a product of that environment right yeah. yeah and i grew up shopping spending all my money on clothes like I never drank, I never did anything else. I just focused on things that I liked, which was like sports, music, and fashion. <laughs> and um, I would always dress cool off the golf course, but I never did on the golf course, only until the last couple of years where I was literally like tapped out. And yeah. I was like, well, if I don't stay interested in the game, I'm probably gonna quit. Yeah. So I just literally woke up one day and I was like, I'm gonna use Instagram and then I'm gonna use things that I'm good at and that I enjoy. So at least if I enjoy it, I'll have fun. Totally. Which was clothes. And I think like the first fit pick I ever did was January of last year. So it wasn't that even that long. Yeah. You yeah. should pull that up. For sure. Yeah. yeah. What, what was that fit? Yeah. That, that one yeah. was uh, a see. black and white mohair Amelion Dor cardigan. That was January 18th, 2023. Wow. wow. You looked before that? Yeah. I never did anything golf. Like, it was really just normal Instagram shit. Everyday shit. Yeah. I post once a month or two months. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think January of last year, I had, like, 300 followers. No way. And I, 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 like, that's something, like, I popped about where, like, yeah, I saw the movement of the COVID movement and, like, hype, hype fashion and culture getting into the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I could post a swing video every day and hashtag the fuck out of it yeah. and get to like 20 to 50,000 followers. Or I could just be me, not care about that, cater to people who actually like what I'm doing. And let's just see what happens. Yeah. And then like March, I golfed with Chris Paul, Booker, Damian Lee. Dude, April, I golfed with J.R. Smith and his girl. Yeah. Um, Summer, I golf with Steph Curry. Hi. August, I was at Kevin Durant's house having shots on his birthday, getting him <laughs> first set of golf balls. Oh, my gosh. So, for me, it was like, all right, am I going to chase, like, social media clout? Or am I going to get these experiences that I never thought I would have? Um, so, that's how, like, the fashion thing kind of came, and it just kept going and going and going. I was just kind of winging it, dude, like my golf career. I would yeah. go wherever the world took me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the trap draw thing... <laughs> that's like a I didn't invent it I'm a lot <laughs> I stole it from Tiger Woods <laughs> you heard it here first so Tiger like is the best mid-iron player and when he hits his like stock like shot under pressure especially at Augusta yeah yeah he hits these like little low loopy seven irons that stay under the wind um, especially in Augusta because the wind blows up top and you don't feel it right so it's like his little stock thing where he could literally like deal off the club two or three degrees and he compresses the shit out of it and that's like a thing that like golf gear heads know about he never really used that term always trap draw but he's always he would always talk about I trap it or i put it and i actually used to never be able to draw the ball yeah i was always a cutter of the golf ball oh and then like three years ago i just i got addicted i was like fuck it i, I watched tiger woods <laughs> trap draw videos all day i would wake up at four in the morning and be like i figured it out i figured out how to hit it <laughs> and i hit it every day every day every day and yeah. now it's my stock shot interesting and the reason why it's a trap draw is because as you hit the ball, your hands kind of like de-loft and like cover the ball. So no matter how much wind there is, the ball doesn't really, it doesn't go shorter and it doesn't get affected. Uh. So it has a little bit of like side spin to it that fights the wind and it'll just kind of die towards the hole. Yeah. 
So and you're almost like covering the ball, like yeah, right, exactly. yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like what I did, and then I just kind of ran with the saying it, and then like obviously I have like a group of guys here. We call ourselves the Sniper Gang. Yeah, um, we a all very a very real community, by the way. Yeah, which you guys met yesterday. We right? got to see it firsthand, and bro, like we know you talk a lot of shit, and <laughs> what we love about you. Yeah, yeah. To see this in real time, like, dude, these are like the best of the best athletes, like probably across the country. Coming uh-huh. up, yeah. And yeah, these are like real golfers on the come up, and the amount of respect they showed you, like, wh- whether you were there or not, yeah. We 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 got to talk to a couple of the players. Oh, nice. Afterwards, yeah, like. It was like really, really dope. So, yeah, I just I thought you should know that. Like, no, nah, man, I pre- that's humbling for me. I, yeah. It means a lot. It's crazy because I started this not knowing what I was doing. Everything I've ever done was just like winging it. Yeah, right. What I'm trying to do is give back to kids that don't have the opportunities that, especially when I didn't at that age that I didn't have. And if I have any resources, like I'm a, I'd be an idiot to not share them. Right. And that's why you guys said you had a good time last night. Is I have resources here. You guys are my brothers from the six. Why don't we all enjoy it and all of us win? Yeah. And those are things I probably don't show online enough because I'm too busy talking shit because <laughs> that's entertaining for me. 100%. Yeah. But I also think it's corny to be like, yo, I did this for this person. I did this for this person. Yeah. Like no one needs to fucking know, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right, right. But those guys, like you met Gabe and Kiko yesterday. Yeah. Connor Williams was there too. ASU is a top 10 uh, school in the golf uh, program in the nation. Yeah. Last year they were second. I think they have 12 or 13 players on the team this year and only five play. So what you were seeing yesterday is like oh, man. seven guys practicing, competing after they had a qualifier. Damn. And only one person out of the like 10 guys that are playing gets to go play the next tournament because the other four are already picked. Wow. Dude, that's such a grind. Dude, these, kids, so shoot, intense, these cool. kids shoot 65 every, I'm, I don't cap. They shoot 65 every day. I haven't beaten my boy Kiko in 2024, fam. <laughs> Breaking my heart. <laughs> Holy, yeah, that's that sounds like insane. Like you think, you know, you're on the team, right? You're you're practicing, you're at the school, you're wearing the merch, you have the gear, but you still gotta like put in perform, work. Perform, yeah, yeah, perform. And I, I'm so glad you guys got to see one the facilities. Oh, so the fact that you guys got to see it and can show the world that that is cool for me because I've brought people out there and no one still gets to show it. Right. But it's like you're a media platform that has a following that people want to know, so it's it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then to meet these guys and, like, we've kind of grown for, like, two or three guys to now there's, like, 12 of us. Right. And we all help each other. Like, one of them was one of the guys that works at the bar. Yeah. He hooks us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the range, none of us judge each other on anything. We just we're in a group chat. We support each other. And it's like it reminds me of back home of like the hockey team it's so funny functions or like yeah. you guys at pace of play with Neeks. It's just like it's family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was talking about it with uh, Ash yesterday. Like it, it reminds me of like, you know, Toronto, Canada is so hockey focused, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like it's kind of the same vibes that you're doing down here. But instead of hockey, it's golf. I think like this is a, such a beautiful game. We're in a really cool time where there's obviously one, there's a lot of money to be made, but there's a lot of access you can have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rather than focusing on, you know, things that aren't really that important, if you could if you could change someone's life and they could also help change yours, that is like more important to me. Um and if I could influence them on the things that I like and not distract them. Yeah. I think that's the next star of golf. 
like I'm going to continue pr pursuing my career for sure. But my goal is like, if I could win once looking the way I do, I'm good. Yeah. 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 But yeah. long term, the game needs the next Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good discussion point. You know, we talk about Anthony Kim coming back. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting you know, crazy money. Because he, ha he has like that swagger to him, the personality. But that's what the game is missing right now. Right? Yeah. Tiger out so much. Yeah. He's barely know? playing. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no like personality in the game, which I think, you know, some of these younger kids, if they can kind of like piggyback off yeah. your influence or you know other people that just add that to the game I, I think that's what the game needs right yeah it's yeah. a good space right now the hard part with marketing on the golf side is that like there's so much money and branding involved so it's hard to actually tell who really knows fashion and who really knows culture right because they could just yeah. brand you it's not like the nba where these dudes really know how to dress and they like yeah. really are hanging out with the rappers and like yeah. hitting up fashion week you know true golf isn't there yet even for me, like I think my impact on the game isn't going to be as big as I want it to be yet until people understand what the things I'm wearing and talking about are, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It, is that going to take you developing your own brand and actually sharing that story? Or is that you collaborating with other, obviously there's a lot of players now in the golf space. Like what's that vision look like for you? Uh, I think a little bit of that, but I think more so, I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant. Like if I'm if I'm not leading it, then it's all cool. But that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, you look at music, right? You have Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Kid Cudi, all coming out at the same time, all competing against each other, all in their own lane. They're the biggest stars in the world right now. Maybe one's not as famous as the other, but because there is a wave of five or six dope artists, they shape the culture of music. So, you look at like. They say Min Woo Lee is the coolest golfer right now. Yeah, they have to sign yeah. a Lou Lemon deal. I'm like, whatever. That's very simple, right? Yeah. You need 10 versions of that on steroids for the, <laughs> for, for the game to have this effect of every college golfer being like, yo, I want to be cool. I want to do this. Right. Okay, let me research. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you saw GT, Spieth, and Ricky come up at the same time. Yeah. That, you know, they were exciting to watch for a period. That's, it's like a group, right? Yeah. That's the, group. the thing is, is that those four guys, yeah. Smiley Coffin, JT, Ricky, Jordan Spieth, that's the, what we see in golf right now is a product of those guys. Mm -hmm. Like really good, well-off kids from America. <laughs> They're the face of golf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's slowly evolving with the whole like streetwear, like lifestyle movement. But to see more than one or two people that are really changing the game you need like a like a boom effect mm -hmm. and i have to be more successful yeah which is why it's still not there for in my eyes and that's on me right and, um we need more guys like you doing stuff like this and we need more people to actually do the same thing so that they see it more often it's a ripple effect it is it's yeah on i know that you play some dope courses right like yeah and like really prestigious courses you rocking up in certain certain fits now. What what's the perception like from other golf? Oh, and more staying has that been crazy? <laughs> yeah, I think the whole thing needs to evolve. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's talk about it. So, yeah. the second fit pick I did was at Riviera. I wore a yellow wish gold Laura Piana sweater, and I wore these green dickies that were like again like homage to Arnold Palmer. And I was nervous because I'm like, yo, I'm at fucking Riviera. Yeah, yeah. I'm with like. 
no one else is out there looking like me. I'm about to get in trouble and kicked out. Yeah. And I walked out and the starter was like, oh my God, you look like Arnold Palmer. And I was like, yes, I can still play. Um, Success. So that was really cool. Yeah. The hard part is that you get to go to these exclusive clubs like Grove 23 where I got in yeah. trouble for posting a video. Yeah. I told we talked about it a while ago. And like, you don't need a, a uniform. You just wear whatever you want. I think that's really cool, but no one has access to that. Right. Yeah. The only places you can dress casual are public municipal golf courses. Right. So when I go to some of these private courses, I get the cliche, like, you look weird or like, what are you wearing? I'm like, essentially, I'm wearing what you're wearing, except it's a little bit bigger. I have a collar on. Yeah. The shit's pink. I'm listening to Cameron and I look like Cameron, (laughs) you know? So it's, it's, it's hard because especially in Scottsdale, the, the, the good courses are all private. Right, and they're not. Um, they're the demographic is like forty to sixty year old Caucasian American. You know, I don't know. You have to edit that. I try to say that as nicely as possible. Oh, no, a real talk, right? It is what That's it what is. it is. That's what it is. We're a big part of wanting to evolve what the modern golfer looks like. Yeah, and I think that it's important to to comment on these things. Like that's just the reality of it. And so that's why I was really curious. Like, do you get those side eyes? While you're I get them all the time. Right? Like, I mean, I was a member at a club out here, which I don't want to stay because I don't want you to go down that road. But yeah. I got a phone call one day saying, the way you dress wearing Gucci and Prada doesn't align with the club. And I was like, lady, do you know how crazy you sound right now? Yeah. That's my words. I was like, you know how crazy you sound right now? Yeah. I look fly. I'm yeah. wearing a collar. My shirt's tucked. Ain't nothing wrong with what I'm doing, so please stop wasting my time. And I hung up. <laughs> Initially, I was like, oh, whatever. But as time goes on, like, these things happen more often and more often. And then I get this reputation of, like, I'm a problem at, at specific courses because of the way I dress. Right. And I'm literally like, dude, there's dudes out there smoking, drinking, acting crazy, and all I'm doing is wearing a designer shirt, and I'm an asshole. Yeah. And that's been really hard. And that's the reason why I go out and buy like this shirt is like, well, if you're going to think that's hard, I'm going to just make it louder. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So do you, have you pulled up to a round with those fire pants yet? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, everybody's, you guys are hating on those. <laughs> Yo, the, uh, the you know, you know, fits. Rex, you guys know Tyrone? Yeah, yeah. Mr. One Love T.O.? Yeah. Yo, he's the first guy that hit me up. He's like, yo, where'd you get those pants? I'm buying them. <laughs> so fuck you, JP. <laughs> no, it was, a sick, it was a sick fit. My my son wants I can't pull that shit JP actually loves those my, pants. My, my no, no, no. Okay. No. Those pants, you know what? Those are crazy. You know why I did that? In a good way. I'll tell you guys why I wore those. <laughs> so I wanted to do a fit pick for like one of the first ones this year. And I got this Cobra driver, right? Mm. And they sent it to me. I asked them for the shaft, and it was orange. The head is black. And I was like, yo, I'm going to be the first person to actually set up this fit with his club. Yeah. So if you see my shoe, it's a black foot joy. Yeah. My pants are orange, uh, flame pants, and then my top is black. So, like, little details where, again, no one might not notice. Right. I managed to notice that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two. Cool. Um, I see this flaw in golf club marketing. You have your okay. You have your tour players, and then you have your influencers, and they do the whole like <laughs> driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, if you look on their Instagram page, the brands that have these photos, yeah, there's no thought into them. It's just a photo with a dude and a fucking why oh, this new driver. Look what I have in my bag, yeah, and I was like, yo, <laughs> let me see if I could actually make it look interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm probably going to get made fun of for these pants. 
because they're so baggy they covered the whole shoe yeah but i think this fit would look good in a photo more so than in um person with the lighting and everything right right, right. i think i it the photographer and i were like yo this shit was sick yeah yeah yeah. the way you use a flash and everything like it, we spent hours right i got a call from one of my best friends in toronto he's like yo dude how are these brands not using you in commercials or like using these photos for the driver launch? Right, right, right. There's more engagement. There, it's interesting and it's different. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I, I can't comment on what everyone else does. Right, 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 right. But that was my way of saying like, I can wear the craziest pants, and I might get a lot of love for it because I I'm gonna try my best to make it look good. And if it doesn't look good to you, whatever. So be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not for you. Exactly. So sorry, JP. It's not for you. <laughs> now the shot was fire. Not now, just sounds <laughs> like the pants. No, were wow, this guy looks like he's going to Askin right now. Sort <laughs> of Archer oh, beanie and a Patagonia <laughs> with another Patagonia under it. What the hell? <laughs> it's cold and he's wearing shorts. <laughs> so it's good that you say that because that's golf, right? It's either you lo love it or hate it. Yeah. You know, so that's why I think brands are scared because you know if they go outside the box, they can either get a ton of hate. That's or a ton of love. They're more scared, right? They they, they want to cater to the the broader audience. It's e they want to make it as easy as possible, make as much money as possible, and cater to the mass. Yeah. The thing is, is you could cater to even a bigger audience if you embrace what is coming. Yeah. I'm not gonna say the brand names, but I still get every driver before everyone gets it before the launches. But you don't see me in any of these ads. So I'm having conversations with many brands like, yo, we're going to send you this shit. Yeah. Please make it look good. Don't say anything bad, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, if what I'm doing is that bad, they wouldn't be sending it to me. That's for sure. Yeah. It's just, again, there's no one else wearing flame fucking pants on the golf course. So <laughs> because no one else is doing it, now the people in charge are saying, and a lot of these places are saying, that's not cool. No one else is doing it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're scared, man. They're scared of risk, especially these big brands, yeah, right? Like, yeah, it's just plain and simple. And I'm like, I choose to either live the way I want, or I'd rather just be like, you know what? You guys take my clubs. I'm good. I'm out. I'm gonna go get a normal normal job. Move back to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, that's I think crazy. that's where that's at. Um, again, I need more time, and I need more guys to give me a platform and more opportunities to be able to speak. I think there's like a, a lot of people have trouble relating to what I do because they see me around certain people or certain clubs. They're like, well, I can't do that. Right. I'm like, dude, I'm a normal kid from Dom Mills and Eglinton, Toronto, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know if you guys want to talk on anything, but I'm, I'm super curious to how, you know, creating clubs for certain guys, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like let's, you guys want to talk about that? Yeah, go into it, man. Let's do it. Never, I've never really able to go dig deep into it because obviously I don't want to air anything out, but let's, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned some big names that you've rocked the course with. Yeah. Like we're talking about like, not just some guys, we're talking about like the biggest of the biggest. big. Yeah. I mean, you guys helped me show the KD bag and like the engagement was crazy. You sent me the picture of how many people viewed or engaged and it was like, thousands yeah i mean those hundred those hundred thousand six figures yeah so yeah we did a we, the first the one of the first sets i did was for kevin durant wow when uh, so when was this so i'll tell you how that happens yeah yeah drake had two shows here i went to them both um noel which you know he's a, he's always at pace yeah 
was like, yo, um, there's KD and his guys. Like, I'm gonna introduce you. They 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 want to get into golf. I was like, really? I was like, okay. Yeah. We're at Dave and Buster's, and so they introduced me to a couple people, and they're like, yo, it's KD's birthday in like two weeks. We want to get him clubs, and again, me uh, as a hustler, I might just say yes to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I remember I got home. <laughs> At like four in the morning, and I woke up an hour later. I was like, "Fuck! How am I gonna get some dude who's seven foot two golf clubs for free?" And I also promised his like his best friend a set. I'm like, "Yo, I'm in the hole." And I'm like, I remember I, I had a little. I was fried Latin that night. I had so much to drink, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get them custom." Go crazy. They're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and I wake up and I tell my wife, I'm like, I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna get these guys clubs. Yeah. And I literally have 12 days. Damn. So I called every brand you can think of. Two brands said yes, but they're only gonna get KD clubs. Oh. Two other brands said I was full of shit. Cause it's like, hey, by the way, I got an opportunity for you. Yeah. And I was like, man, I should like, how are, how is everybody not saying yes? Um, so then I called my friends over at TruSpec and Ryan Richardson, the CEO. I've known him since the day I moved out here. We're really good friends. I just say, hey, Ryan, I got this opportunity for you. Um, I don't know how much marketing you're going to get, but I think it's the start of re something really cool. You know, I know a lot of cool people in this world. I think this is something you should do, but I need two sets. <laughs> He's like, all right, let me make some calls. So he made some calls and he got it done. Um, obviously we got... You know, the Muras for KD, we did, um, I think we did a tailor-made dri tailor drivers, uh, a tailor-made putter, and then for his friend, we did Callaway Woods, Mira Irons, Mira Wedges, and that was cool because I got to bring him to his house here on his birthday. You know, we had a shot, and I was like, man, you know, like, golf got me into my favorite basketball player's house on his birthday, like... <laughs> it doesn't really matter, but it was an, an experience that I'm never going to forget. For sure, man. He's my favorite basketball player, right? Like, yeah. I wear his shoes when I play ball. Right, right, right. Well, where did the, like, the inspiration come from, I guess? Like, you're essentially building this guy's clubs. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, if you look at my set, I'm a gearhead, dude. I got yeah. a Cobra, a TaylorMade driver. I got an old-ass Ping 3-wood. I got an old <laughs> Ping hybrid. I got Mura irons that are five years old. I got yeah. Callaway wedges, and I got a, a TaylorMade wedge. <laughs> So I'm a guy that like likes everything. Right, 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 right. Look beside you, I got like sample Mira wedges that I've created. The detail, like I think there's what there's one. Shout out to Balenciaga for the golf bag. Um, it's crazy. I go, we go crazy where like the detail. My, my wife is Japanese, so they made these for me. And my friend Alex was like, "Yo, we'll do a Japanese cherry blossom theme." Like that took him hours. So it was always like a hobby that I liked where, you know, the Callaways and the TaylorMades, they do custom wedges. Right. But not like that. No. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let me see if I can like do this for this, for, for, for KD. And like, whether he likes them or not, you know, it's, it's my pride and work that I want to put into. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We did that. The details crazy. Yeah. yeah the I like the little thing. Yeah. That's, pink. that's yeah. dope. I don't even use them cause they just look so nice. <laughs> um, and I think it was really cool because when I gave him the bag, he saw uh, his company logos and his college team. He was like, yo, how did you know that? I was like, man, I, I do my research, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, this is like the sickest gift ever. And we sh shook hands and then I, and then 
and then they kicked me out. <laughs> I, was to, I was trying to steal some shoes, some all pearls. But um, that was just a really cool moment. After that, after you guys posted it, I probably had like 20 celebrity athletes hit me up for custom clubs. Wow, crazy. And I was yeah. like, well, it's just, a, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I just like, was like, all right, I'm done. And then my OG Nico was trying to get a new set. And I was like, yo, let me do a set for you with Mira. Yeah which that set's coming soon yeah and he's like yo why don't we um why don't we get the boy a set and i was like Psh, say less <laughs> so i started working on that yeah and from the the day i started to delivery that was a that took that took me three months wow so, yeah i mean i've i've only done two sets for people i'm working on one for someone else I had three with nico yeah it started off as an idea of maybe i could like turn it into a business like pit my ride for golf clubs but then I realized, dude, this shit takes three, four months. And it's good to show that I could be creative and I can make clubs look differently. Yeah. Like the shafts and everything. You know, I'll do that for like as passion projects. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. they got to be at the level of Drake and Drake, KD, KD Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, <laughs> JP. <laughs> no, but honestly, I, I love the detail. Yeah. You know, again, the shafts. The shafts on the ones for, for Drizzy were. They're crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah. And like, the thing is, is like I didn't post about it because again, the guys that saw it, like you and whoever did, knows like these weren't normal clubs. Right. You know, we had every album on every shaft. Just crazy. This kid's name on the wedges, blacked out the heads. The driver shafts had album album covers on it. Um they're just little details that, you know, I I'm a, I'm a, I'm from Toronto, man. Like you were you're wearing the owl. Like we all grew up listening to the music. Right. The least I could do is work my hardest to just give them a product, and whether they like it or not, whatever. But if they see that I'm I take pride in what I do. Hell yeah. Yeah. Then that's all that matters for sure. That was cool, man. That was full circle for me. So so yeah, you went to Turks. Yeah. To deliver them. Yeah, we were we were supposed to do it in Toronto. Okay. Um, super casual. Uh, I obviously was. My wife has been pregnant. Yeah, this yeah. Time. I can't really go anywhere, so I was like, "Yo, um, we'll uh, we'll ship them to Toronto, like Neeks and your clubs and his clubs, and like Neeks, you could just give it to him." That was kind of the plan. Yeah. And then, I think it was like Saturday night. Uh, Nico called me and was like, "Yo, we're going to Turks tomorrow. Maybe you should just come here and like play and give them to him." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I was like, let me know. And I called the club company and they're like, well, his clubs aren't even done. So I said, all right. I looked online. I, I used up all my AMX points and I booked a round trip flight, which took me 12 hours to get there. <laughs> and I called the, uh, the club company. I was like, you guys have one day. I'm taking a red eye tomorrow night to get these clubs done. Yeah. Get them to me by tomorrow. Or this is like a wasted opportunity for you guys. Yeah. And uh, they got them done. I flew overnight, got to play golf, um, which was crazy to me. Like, you know, yeah, we played golf there. Um, all those guys embraced me and showed me an amazing time. And then, um, and then I flew back home, and it was just like, wow. I remember, I was at a restaurant, and and Nico just like hit me. He's like, "Yo, this is surreal, right?" I was like, "Nah, man, <laughs> this is normal." And I was just like, "Yeah, this is pretty crazy because." I knew all these guys growing up, but never actually met them. Yeah. Yeah. And then now to be able to golf with Noel and Mark and Hush and Neeks. Yeah. And like to have obviously the boy there. Yeah. 
as humble as I could say it, like I was so grateful. I kept saying everyone like, yo, thank you so much. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, they showed me mad love. Kid from Toronto, I got to meet his favorite rapper on a golf course. I mean, there's nothing better. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, because like when you look at his page, because you're talking about like quantity and stuff. Like yeah. That, the quality of people that comment on your shit, follow crazy. you, you know, and they yeah. interact on every post, right? Yeah, it's 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 something I actually looked into to like focus on yeah because it's great to have as many people as possible support mm -hmm. but if i could get like the super influential people even like the golf heads platform again the golf culture is not there yet there's not enough um people like us in the business to support so what happens is when you see the cliche corporate american company see matt kang and they're like well he only has 4800 followers and yeah he's got like a lot of likes and in, in, in comments for it but they're not actually looking at the names they're not actually seeing who's liking it they're not actually reading the comments exactly because they don't even know who the people are yeah but if you actually look through it and you see like it's x y and z mm -hmm. you realize like dude it's not easy to get these type of people to be engaged in the golf space with what i'm with what people are doing right for sure so for sure that's kind of where that's, you know, that's at. And I'm working on, you know, pushing it forward. And, and obviously I want a mass following because it, it adds value. Mm -hmm. But right now my focus is just to be as creative as possible and to, um, to be as successful as I can be, but to also align myself with people to, for all of us to be successful, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not fun when you do it on your own. For sure. Okay. I'm about to click. <laughs> it felt like a long time ago, but it's probably months ago. But this guy was talking crazy on IG. Yeah. You know, you call out brands. You're very vocal. Yeah. Very opinionated. But like, what? What's kind of like? What was driving that? So, when I started using this app, it started off with Fitpics. I got so much love. Every brand was sending me every piece of clothing you can think of. I was like, man, this is cool, but I'm never gonna wear any of this stuff. I don't like it. Yeah. And then the big brand started hitting me. I was like, oh crap, man. Like, I think I can like turn this into like a deal or something. And the first big brand to hit me and conversations were great. And I was just like, I kind of had like my Kanye moment though. I was like, yo, I need this and I want to do this. And they're just like looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, yo, I'm not crazy, dude. I, I, I know what I'm doing. And mm. it's like, whatever. Um, but then I just started seeing product being developed and the marketing and advertising. And I was like, this is just not for me. Yeah. You know, like any other startup in the world, like even if you're making a phone, the first thing you really do is you got to disrupt and then you got to execute. So what was my way of disrupting? Well, I'm a golfer and I'm kind of in a close. I might as well disrupt the industry about what I don't like because no one's, everybody's too scared to say shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, I don't like this. I don't like that. And it was fun at the start because everyone was like, yo, this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it turned into um, the brands turning their back on me. Oh, wow. And I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was literally like, I mean, I think I've, sh I've shown people texts. I'll show you guys after. It was like, yeah. like how, do we, how do we align us with you, Matt, moving forward? Yeah. We want this. And then like a month later, it's like unfollowed me on Instagram. And I'm like, that's how you guys want to move? I'm not, I don't care. You're not paying me. Right. This money's never going to come to me. Your fits are never going to be put on me because they're trash. <laughs> so I might as well talk about it because I looked at it at the perspective of, especially being from Toronto. Yeah. We're a city of 
you know, mostly middle class that does, but you know, better than like the average city in the world. We work really hard. Mm -hmm. We all take the train to work, <laughs> shovel snow, and we all have a boss that is on our ass most of the time. And none of us are able to say how we feel. Yeah. Because we have a family to feed. We have a job to protect. And we have a we have a comfortable life we want to live. Right. But what if I could be the voice for someone who's at work that's getting shit on to say, fuck that. I don't like what you're saying. I don't like what you're doing. I don't, I don't agree with how you guys are doing it. And I'm okay with, you know, the consequences. Yeah. But it was more of a way for me to connect with people that I knew that were going through tough times to say like, yo, you can't speak on it, but let me. Right. Yeah, man. Every brand really turned their back on me. What other brands? If you don't, because you... So, oh, man. <laughs> See, now you put me in a pickle. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to say the specific brands, other than obviously that one of them, because yeah, right. I have friends at certain brands, and I don't want to put them in a position. For sure, for sure. Um, but there's probably three or four pretty big brands that were showing me love. Yeah, yeah. And it was the same shit. It was, it was no response after, like, begging me to unfollowing me to following me back to then asking me for a favor to then unfollowing me again oh my god and i'm gonna show you guys after this shit yeah. the the lost and found collab that you guys supported me in toronto yeah. that was supposed to be with a different brand yeah and we built it up me and the homie that was working there we we had this crazy concept simulators in there streaming with uh during the british open uh alcohol sponsored everything yeah, yeah and they dropped it a week and a half before i we were supposed Damn. to do it because they were scared and that was a time when someone was texting everybody like, yo, Matt's blah, 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 blah. You know what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, oh, shit, maybe I'm getting canceled by this industry. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm a hustler. <laughs> I'm going to figure this out. I was like, man, if I were to do like a clothing collab, it would be with an actual clothing company. And let me see if I can bring them into golf. So I hit up my friends at Lost and Found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, boom, let's do it in a week and a half. Sick. That's that's so fun, we man. did a we did a the the new campaign for their clothing and then we did a t-shirt collab we sold 100 tees in two days wow everybody supported you guys with that it was kind of like where we first really connected so yeah. thank you yeah um and that was like the journey of now where i'm at where like i don't think brands are going to support what i'm doing because they're scared and it's not easy to support someone wearing stuff like this right i am now starting to see a lot of people copy Everyone's like, yo, stop. Like, Matt, are you mad they're copying? Or even if they're not copying. I'm not saying I'm the guy that started. I'm just saying right. yeah. if someone is thinking that, the answer is we need that. Yeah. I want everyone to be on this wave. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It just helps me. Totally. Yeah. 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 What do you think of uh, of Jason Day and, and, and Melbourne, like, having that collaboration? and? Yeah, I think, I think it did what it was supposed to do. I wished, like... <laughs> I wished they were able to find someone that was more relatable to the youth. Mm. Jason Day's yeah. 36, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he has back issues. And he's actually playing great right now. He is. This rejuvenated his career. Yeah. But I also think, like, how much longer is he going to go for? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, they're actually better off getting Minwoo Lee. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, interesting. They're actually better off getting someone that is young and fresh that can make the brand last long term. But then also I know the business side of it is like they could sign that young person at any day. True. Okay. Yeah. They have the money and they have the branding now. Yeah. I thought that was a good play for the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
If you're gonna go baggy though, I think they should see. This is the problem with with fit. Okay. His hat is too high. Yeah. So it's too big of a hat. Yeah. I don't like the rope on it for him, which he actually just changed it to a smaller dad hat. But then now that's too now it's too small. Right. Okay. Right. Those things actually matter to me. Yeah. Right. His pants, the fit is good. They're not long enough. Uh, so he has a pant that is stuck between. It's not short and it's not long. And I think if they actually lengthened it or they shortened it, would be kind of cool. I see. I see. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. just like my perspective. Totally. Yeah. No, because we we talked about this on the other one too. Yeah. But it kind of, exact same thing. Like Jason Day, I don't know if he was the right fit. Because even wasn't. his his outside of golf lifestyle doesn't really no fit with what Malvin's trying to do. But not at all. But like a Finau, I think would be kind of cool. I don't know if you agree with I, that. I think it would be cool, but he's too tall. He's too tall. Yeah. For that. For that. He's too tall. True. Um, Jason, the reason why Jason's a good day, uh, play is because he got fuck you money from Nike. And he's at the age where he doesn't need the money. Right. So I am i don't know their deal, but I would bet any money he got equity into the company. I can see that. But it doesn't matter, man. It's good for him. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. 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 Um, Big name. We need more brands like that. You know, there's a bunch of new drops in April. Um, Amelion Doors got a golf collab coming out in April. That's a that's a leak that no one knows. Um, <laughs> you know, I did that market T-shirt collab uh, a couple months ago with my friend Mike, who owns the, the brand. Yeah, they got a collab with Malbon coming out. Another leak. Sorry. Interesting. So there's just a bunch of collabs happening. Yeah, and um, it's it's good for the at the end of the day, it's good for the game, dude. Like, yes. we need I more agree. options. Yeah, everyone says saturation, saturated, saturated. It is. Everything is saturated. I know exactly. Yeah, totally. You know, like we're in this Airbnb. There's fifty of them beside us. <laughs> Everything saturated. Yeah, that's my take on on, on that movement. Nice. So before we move on, yeah, through all the bullshit, through all the brands that like the little bit of brand backlash, yeah. any brands come through for you or like have kind of stood by or been been about it? Yeah, um, I have a couple friends. So I would say from the the the, the golf company side, um, I have a friend at TaylorMade. I have a friend in my quarter at Cobra Puma. I have a couple people there that really support what I'm doing. I have friends at Nike Golf that have always sent me sh- product that message me daily that's saying like, you know, we love what you're doing, but at the end of the day, like we're not in charge. We can't change your, we can't help your vision to only to it a little like, for an extent. Yeah. And then on the clothing side, I get every starter up and that's not trying to be rude. Like I get every new golf brand hitting me up, setting me clothes. Yeah. Um, my friends at quiet golf, Diego, I've actually never even met him yet. Hmm. But we've talked on the phone like five, six times. And that's a brand that I see that is like on the come up daily. He's just like, I rock what you say. I rock what you do. Whatever you need from us, um, we're there for you. And that shit means a lot because when everybody turned their back on me, I stood up on my 10 toes. I was like, I'll do this on my own. Mm. And I know that it's going to come back to me. You know? Yeah. I believe in myself. I'm just confident. Even if I fail, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to try. For me to, like, blow it up on that scale, I need, like, a big supporter. And I have it verbally, but the physically to see that come to me, we need... It's going to take some time. Oh, But I I tell you, man, I like, it was was a rough start to the trip. Like, that's for sure. 
But then, you know, we came out of there. They did a 180 real quick. Real fast. This guy's face on the golf course is just That's so what happy. I mean. Yeah, these the guys... content shooters and third is just like, yo, <laughs> yeah. I'm going viral this week. Because <laughs> I was still in the flight and these guys were texting me like, yo, what are we going to do? Like, we don't have a car. You, yeah. said, you said you were going to leave. So like, these guys were pissed. Yeah. Ash was like, oh, yo, I'm going to take a flight home, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, he's like, I'm going home. Yeah. You know, uh, real talk. Dude. Real shit. Okay, you're going to go through this. First of all, congrats on thank you on welcoming Zane. And like, yeah. for me, like, you know, I have two kids. Yeah. My wife and my daughter were both sick. I was supposed to fly out on Monday. Yeah. Came Saturday instead. <laughs> no COVID. We're good. So we do this outdoors. That's six feet, please. Yeah, yeah. 400 COVID tests. I need to see your vaccine card. <laughs> but no, this means yeah, a lot right? to you. Yeah, it was huge. And like to actually go out there, man, going through that facility and then that garage door opens up. Oh, just see the, the red rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that visual is. Because this is your first time here, right? First time in Zona. Yeah, nice period. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't see the desert rocks back home and like how open and peaceful and easy it is to drive around, right? Even yeah. just the cleaner air, I find. To be honest, yeah, almost nice. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last night, Jay and I were outside seeing the stars and stuff. Like that's the stuff you miss in Toronto, right? Yeah. You just don't get that. We, like we have no light pollution here. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. high towers. Dude. Yeah, awesome. we noticed that flying in. Like, yeah. It's a different vibe, and it, it, it's it's awesome. I think for me, I'm spoiled now, so like <laughs> I miss. I miss home, and you asked me, like, you know, we had fun last night. We're going to have four days together, but, like, you guys are my way of giving back to the city of Toronto. Mm -hmm. I have friends. We just met. Yeah. But I have friends now, and we're we're brothers because we from Owen Sound, bro. Yeah, 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 for sure. And um, for me to be able to give back to, to anybody that's from the city actually means a lot to me because it's the same reason why... Neeks has helped me and he introduced me to his cousin Mikey who's like daily we talk you know this dude Mikey's been helping me and you know I mean you know Mikey yeah yeah not the greatest golfer (laughs) don't edit that (laughs) but like Neeks and Mikey called me when I had my baby and blessed my wife and has given me advice every single day like the first night was hell you know Zane didn't sleep all night screaming (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I gotta take him to the hospital and I call Mikey he's like bro it's normal just relax you know? yeah. and like that's some Toronto shit man and that's why like I fuck with you guys because not only is the platform amazing um, you guys are not biased to any brand and we're just a bunch of Toronto kid, kids trying to be successful 100% and that shit means yeah. a lot to me you know mm-hmm. us too man yeah I won't even lie, being out here, I always have my guard up and I'm always just like on edge. Mm-hmm. So to have my guard down and to just be able to like show you guys a good time. Um, like I said yesterday on the ride home, like, yo, if there's anything you need, I'd rather you over ask and annoy me. And if yeah. I can't do it, I'll just say I can't. But if I can, I'm going to do my best to get help. it done. Yeah. yeah. This is a trip you guys, this is your first time out here, man. I want it to be memorable. Yeah. So so far so good, man. This has been amazing so far. Yeah, yeah. Waiting for, sure. for those Suns tickets, and we're good. <laughs> you got those nosebleeds for you. <laughs> Scalpers. We're yeah. What else? What else is there to talk about? So, okay. I, okay, okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go. No, okay. mine's kind of like a wrap up. Yeah. Okay, mine was just like so. I thought you were getting a lot of good engagement with all of the uh, swing uh, reviews. Yeah. Is, is that coming back? Is that going to be? A, yeah. Like, so that, that swing. Where did it come from? And where did it? I love going? it, man. I think it's so funny. 
I review people's swings, yeah, yeah. and I, nine times out of ten, they're trash. <laughs> There's some I, bullshit I, reviews I there, too, by the way. I, yeah, I reviewed his. This yeah. shit was trash. Yeah, it was trash review. This guy yeah. reposts everything I tag him in, and then the, the, the swing review, he, like, roasted me. on. <laughs> it's like, whatever. You're going to get it. But, uh, Yo, I got some love on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love him, and I get people. See, this is the crazy thing. I get so many people that send them to me. Yeah. And... The start of when I was talking shit and when I was roasting brands and swings, it was also a play for me to show the world like, yo, this is something new, right? Mm-hmm. I've proven my point. Yeah. I can't wake up every day and roast every swing and every <laughs> every golf or every clothing brand I don't like. Right, right, it's right. It's a waste right. of my time. Um, now people perceive it as negative, which is really not. I'm just having fun. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll do it. I also know like... Um, I don't want to, I'm in the place right now where I want to make boss moves and be creative and show that not only was I able to disrupt, but I'm able to provide, uh, whether it's a product or an experience to people. And, you know, I still don't know where it's going. I have a a vision in my mind and it's not fully clear yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm working my hardest to make it work. And every once in a while, I'll add those in. Just please don't send me your swing because that shit's trash. <laughs> 3.1, Ash. That's some bullshit right there. 3.1. It's weird. At Yo. that golf course, Papagol, I get my ass kicked. And it's not even that hard. No, I, I we so, really enjoyed it, man. We got yeah. nine last night. Yeah, you guys had yeah, fun? You guys. Uh, actually, Sniper Gang member, Santi. Yep. Santi hooked it up. Santi Botero. Uh, again, another guy who's really showing love. Um, yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, we got to play I loved it. I loved the. I so we actually had a question about the course. Yeah, what's up? So, I, like, I love the juxtaposition of the dead rough. Yeah, with like the mint fairways. Yeah, and yeah, the greens because yeah. like visually it just looks so it's different. It's so yeah, it's stunning. Like it's so stark the the contrast. So are they painting the fairways? Like how do they maintain the difference between? The- yeah, a lot of courses paint their fairways green. Mm. Uh, they don't. Um, I mean, this is a desert, right? So all the grass that's there was put there. You know, right, it wasn't naturally grown like how we, where we are from in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the courses here are like that, where it's just desert and then it's just like lush green fairways. And then in a couple months, when the overseed kicks in, the grass actually just turns brown. So they change it. And they the grass changes. So we're a state where because it's so uh, hot in the summer, we go from like um, some courses have bent, but we go from like a Tiff Eagle and like a Zoysia. Phil Mickelson grass dork <laughs> to a summertime where it goes into like a or, or from a to a Bermuda yeah and then it goes dormant and we have to because it just gets so hot here right. and you can't um, hydrate the water or the grass enough right so that's the hard part about living here is that when most seasons um, like in Florida the courses will close for like a month we close for like a month in the summer and then a month in the winter. So October is the best month here because it starts to get cool. Okay. But 90% of the courses are closed. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't play golf at the first month. It's not hot anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, I heard the summer's so hot. Like you can't even play in the Like Celsius, it's like almost 50 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. You get used to it. And people love it because golf is so cheap in the summer. But it's just it's just too hot, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's uncomfortable for four hours. It's uncomfortable. The what? good thing is you can drive up to Flagstaff, hour and a half. Okay, and it's like this in the summer. Oh mm. wow, what's the dopest course out here? Yeah, actually, give us your top three. Top three? Yeah. Um, 
experience i would say obviously silverleaf is crazy because the course is, is is amazing it's a little it's easy but the amenities are insane that's, yeah that's private yeah that's like where rom and finau and clayton keller and like a couple other you know mike, keller. mike phelps yeah oh yeah um should hit up phelps yeah yeah um the hardest course out here is desert forest it's a private club desert forest. um just like a normal private club, but it's just super narrow and undulated. Yeah. Um, I that's tough, man. Whisper Rock's great. That's like Phil's course. It's where like every Whisper tour Rocks. player is at. Huh. And that's the hard part. Like I again, golf here is so expensive. I was gonna say I can't yeah. afford it. Yeah. I'm not a member at these courses. Yeah. I'm a guest. Yeah. And I wish my goal and by saying these courses my goal is to be able to be in the position to be a, a member at these courses to then open the doors to people that don't have that chance that luxury yeah i was a member at another private course here that went south for many different reasons but i was bringing junior golfers weekly that have never played a private course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and we're bringing them out there and That's showing cool. them time right and unfortunately i'm not a member there anymore but right um that's the it's idea. Just, it's just so like, dude, Greyhawk on a today, eight AM, seven hundred dollars a person. What? Crazy. <laughs> How do you justify that? Yeah. You can't. Dude. It doesn't make sense to me. And oh. I'm like, yo, we're punching grass. Like how <laughs> <laughs> legit. Yeah, that's crazy. Three grand for four people to have fun before food and alcohol. Oh, you can go on a trip somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Dude, <laughs> for <is> two weeks. <laughs> that's crazy, man. The cor- the average going rate for a private club here is like the elite clubs are upwards of half a million dollars. How often do you go back home? Are you you're here? For you know, I never months? I never visited often. No, um, I didn't go for like three years because of COVID. True. And then twenty twenty two or three. Yeah, I think I went five times. Oh wow! I went twice for fun to see family. Um, then I went to Nico's event, the Scarborough Shooting Stars tournament. Yeah. Um, then I did it. I went back again, and I did that thing with at pace of play. Mm-hmm. True. Which was cool. Yeah. And then I came back, and then I did it again for that Lost and Found event. So that was like five or six times. Nice. Damn, man. The event at Pace of Play, like... That was fun, right? It was fun, and just the people that showed up, you know, they weren't all your boys. Like, people were fans of the page, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think we... we, I want to do it more. I I get so many people like, yo, when you come to Toronto, and I want to do it more. Yeah. I think there's a huge opportunity for all of us. Yeah. But then, obviously, my wife was pregnant, so for yeah. nine months, I'm just like, I can't yeah. move a certain way. And now that Zane's here, it's going to take a couple months. But yeah. I think this summer is going to be a big summer where I spend a lot of time there. Um, I'm going to host a lot of events. I'm going to do a ton of collabs. The Lost and Found guys and I, and this is early, but we're going to host our own golf tournament. Kang, anything else you want to get off your chest? You got the um, right now. No, man, I'm just things. like anyone that watches this, we're grateful for you to pay attention. I appreciate you guys. Like I said, from day one, like the pace of play event we did, that was kind of like the first time we all really got to speak. And like I was grateful to use the space. Mm-hmm. I love where I'm from. I love the, f- like I didn't even, we've talked a couple times, I didn't even know you're from Toronto, right? Yeah. And <laughs> until Mikey was like, yo, you know that guy that you, t- that owns golf heads is Korean, right? Like, <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah. But um, I want to see, I think Toronto is the most underrated. I think Canada and Toronto is the most underrated market in golf mm-hmm. because our budgets are small for the brands. It's a six-month season, um, so people don't focus on it. But you have a lot of golfers yeah. that 
are successful mm-hmm. that are waiting six months to play golf every single day. Mm-hmm. And that is so cool to me. It's it's a slept on industry. And I'm going to do my best to make sure that the world knows that like Toronto is is the greatest city in the world. And when it comes to golf, we do this, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah. We really do this on a playing standpoint. Like Nick Taylor, I mean, he's not from Toronto, but like he won. Um from a marketing media standpoint, like you guys have the most followers in the golf media space, I think. We're up there, give or take. Yeah, I don't in, know. in our little niche. Like, yeah, we're. I don't know how many people that have more for, for what you guys do, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a statement, and that's a flex. <laughs> um, and I want us to be able to show that, like, yo, we are just like in the music industry. Like, we had Drake, The Weekend, Beavers, yeah. Um, party next door. Yeah. Everybody, it's like, yo, we could do that for golf. Hell, he yeah. can. We have the blueprint. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have the blueprint. We know those people. Yeah, you just gotta follow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to be passionate enough to have the vision. And like anyone that watches, man, I don't want anyone to think like the way I dress or the way I talk or like the brands or the places. It's it's flexing. It's me saying, I'm an average kid from. Toronto, Ontario, chasing my dreams, and I choose not to live my life um, in a way where I'm not happy. And I want to live, I want to do what I'm passionate about. And um, I was able to connect and do things that I never thought I was able to do. And it was because of these these freaking golf clubs right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These golf clubs changed my life. And my goal now is to say, all right, I was able to f- make dreams a reality for me. Now I have to pay it forward and do it for other other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the only reason why I talk shit. That's the only reason why I try to like dress different is because I'm trying to inspire my son mm-hmm. so that when he's 20 years old and he's a pro golfer or whatever, mm. no one says racial or crazy remarks to him at a private club. Right. Uh, I think about that every ever since I found out I was going to be a dad. I was like, and and you can relate because you have two kids. I'm like, dude. If I don't make a change and my kid wants to be me and I be a golfer, mm-hmm. I have to try now so that he doesn't get treated the way I, I've been treated. You set up. And that's, people think I'm like trying to be cool or like, I'm going to try too hard because that's, <laughs> I want to be successful. 100%. But I'm going to try too hard so that my son and your kids. We, they don't have to. They don't have to, dude. 100%. Like you have pace of play so that now your family and friends obviously the business have access to become whatever they want to become a hundred percent you go on any platform in the golf space or the sporting space and this is some toronto shit i'm korean my wife is half white half japanese my son is quarter white quarter japanese half korean you're korean what's your background filipino you're filipino indian what's your wife canadian so that is some (laughs) White. white yeah white <laughs> this is the point i'm trying to make toronto shit bro yeah yeah we cover every box and we don't even have to try to we're in a world where golf is is trying to grow the game and push diversity and all this stuff yeah but it's also people don't forget it's a business it's marketing and it's an opportunity and it's good for the game but naturally we're doing that just sitting here and talking yeah no branding involved, nothing. Hell yeah. Okay.
I'm just grateful that you guys support what I'm doing and in return, like I support everything that you guys do, man. No, bro, we appreciate it. I think the love is mutual. And um, I know this is the first pod for you, so we appreciate you doing it with us, giving us the chance to host you for this. Sweet. Hell yeah. I mean, anything else you want to, anybody else you want to shout out, give love to? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go home and change a couple diapers and then, (laughs) um, and then I should be free. Cool. I can set you guys up again. Hells yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. yeah, man, this was this was fun. I'm yep. really grateful. Appreciate you having. Yeah, yeah man. Sick. All right, cool. Okay. Good stuff. Good shit, dude.